This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz came flying in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome, everyone, to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman here with you on this Friday evening, the start of a three-game homestand. The Magic will host the Philadelphia 76ers here tonight, and we've got it for you. Right here on 96.9 The Game and 6.30 on Bally Sports Florida as well. The Magic and the Sixers, Joel Embiid, will be in the lineup. No Franz Wagner yet, though, tonight for Orlando. Hopefully, hopefully, as we bring in Jake Chapman, hopefully one more game, Jake. We've been so close for Franz Wagner forever, and the guy's chomping at the bit to get back there on the floor. Hopefully, we can have we can have Franz Wagner going into that back-to-back against Miami and Cleveland. But if we don't have him tonight, but hopefully, whenever he comes back, we know it's close with Franz, and we know that guy can't wait to get out there on the floor. Yeah, you, I was thinking about it on Monday after that Knicks game where we're going, wow, what does it look like now with Jonathan Isaac yes. and Joe Ingles and Wendell and Markel and, oh, the vision that we had for, what, four games or something at the beginning, beginning of the season. <laughs> exactly. And then you go, oh, wait a second, we still don't have, you know, the the second most important piece to all of this or maybe 1B, whatever, um, in Franz Wagner. So I think obviously getting him back, it's going to, you know, we always talk about what Franz brings or, or Wendell brings or whoever when they come back, but then the ripple effect and everybody sliding back into the roles that they're supposed to have. Um, I think that's, you know, that's one of the most important pieces. What does the starting lineup look like when you get Franz back? Do you decide to make some changes? I, I, I think that's certainly a possibility. You've got a right, lot of guys right. coming off the bench right now who are starting caliber players. So um, a lot, a lot going, a lot of back and forth going in, uh, in old coach Mosley's head right now, but um, you know, cross that bridge when we get there, good problems, all that stuff. Won't have him tonight, but hopefully, look, I mean, Sunday and Monday, you talk the three games and four nights, and good thing we're at home, Dante, as you look at the schedule, because this is about My as goodness. good as it gets as far as the Eastern Conference goes. And then, oh, by the way, we'll be back out on the road soon. So, so you gotta be got to stack some games this weekend against the, against the top competition in the Eastern Conference, especially with the way they're all playing right now. Well, there's no question. You're going to have six of your next nine, I think it is, or, or six of your next, I think it's six of your next ten are out on the road as well. So you just went through a stretch where eight of ten were on the road, come home for three, and then six of ten will be, at that point, it'll be six of uh, six of seven will be on the road. When you come back right. from Memphis after that game, right, and, and six of eight uh, going into that Memphis game. So it's it's been a brutal stretch. I guess the saving grace is 17 of your – or make it, uh, yeah, 17 of your final 41 are on the road. So you do have 23 of your final 41 will be at home, uh, including that eight-game homestand that comes up in March. So you go on that first trip in March, and then I think you just got one more quick up and back uh, the, the rest of the month. So it should set up well for you. But right now, you, you, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. I mean, you get the next game in front of you is going to be Philadelphia here tonight. And Philadelphia comes in tonight, the third best team in the Eastern Conference. They're playing terrific basketball, 26 and 13 on the season. They're five games behind Boston for first. They've won three consecutive games uh, since they got Joel Embiid back. He missed a handful of games with his ankle injury. Uh, and then you continue to marvel at what Cleveland has been able to do, Jake. We're going to see them on Monday. The Cleveland Cavaliers are fourth in the Eastern Conference, and you don't have Darius Garland. 
You don't have Evan Mobley. They've become one of the best defensive teams without those guys in the NBA uh, th- throughout the entire season, but certainly the last couple of weeks. They've won six consecutive games. Donovan Mitchell, uh, just playing like his all-star self, has just been otherworldly. Uh, so they're trying to lock on to fourth. But even as good as they are, they're only a half game up on New York for fifth, and then it's Miami sixth, Indiana seventh, and Orlando eighth. And now that big seven-game cushion you had on the Bulls uh, has dwindled to three. So there's, there's going to be a lot of parity here in the Eastern Conference as we go down the stretch. And that's why, to me, Jake, these three games coming up during this three-game homestand are critical, are, are critical. I, I feel like you have to get two of them. If you can get all three, it'd be incredible. Uh, but you certainly don't go into it expecting uh, expecting to beat Philadelphia, but you know you can if you play like you're capable of and, and you hope to win that game uh, if it all comes together for you. Uh, very good team, but you know, you're know you five games behind Philadelphia, and this and they've already beat you once. You only play them three times if you want to win the series, and if you think that they could come down to a tiebreaker situation, uh, this becomes a critical game tonight. Yeah, look, next time we see Philadelphia after tonight, game 81 of 82. It'll be that last weekend <laughs> of right. the season. In Philly. Go Milwaukee, Philly, Milwaukee. Unbelievable. To, to wrap up the year. Um, so, yes, that eight-game homestand in March is – uh, is very big. And look, we talked about it last week. Like the schedule, and part of it is, I think, because we see Detroit, I think they're throwing they're throwing the um the uh the average a little bit as far as our win percentage goes. But the schedule does break as far as yes, the competition, yes. right? The opponent win percentage the rest of the way as of last week was one uh was the the easiest schedule in the league. But as we know, you got to go out and play those games, and that's just based on what teams have done so far. And but it's kind of like Jason Tatum said for the Celtics. When does that stuff start? When, like, when, when does that begin? <laughs> when does that begin? Well, Dante, this is the most difficult part of the season, in my opinion. Everybody's banged up. you got the yep, trade deadline. You've got the all-star break. There's a whole bunch of distractions. It's, quote-unquote, the midway point of the season. Well, we have 14 games still until the all-star break. 14 right, very important right. games when you think about standings. And this is always the time of year that good teams – Pull together, they can wipe those distractions away, they can wipe the minor injuries away, and they can go out and start building towards uh, the end of the regular season and then into the postseason if you're if you're at that level. Um, well, let's go back to the Cavs real quick. Darius Garland's near his return. Um, he's been cleared for, for on-court activities at the very least, so I guess there's a slim chance we might see him uh, dealing with that, what, broken jaw or whatever it was. I think he had the wiring removed a, a few days ago, and he's he's back out there practicing, so... That team's getting better. Toronto, or uh, New York, excuse me, made that deal with Toronto. They're better and, and very clearly better since adding OG Ananobi. Indiana makes the move for Pascal Siakam. So all of these games are very, very important when you think about the Eastern Conference playoff race. And yes, as we get healthy, we're going to have to kind of pounce if we're going to have our full complement of guys here in these next 14 games. I think that's how you break it up. Like heading into the All-Star break, can you can you at least tread water or can you make up a little ground in the Eastern Conference because you want to be as you're getting your guys back, you want to be sort of hitting your stride here. And hopefully they can get help. You, you, you're right. You've already got guys coming back, and you're headed that way. And I think when Franz comes back, whether it's Sunday against Miami or if you know it's a back-to-back, if you're going you're gonna to hold him out until Monday, maybe possibly against Cleveland. So you got to navigate that back-to-back. But uh, when he comes back, that might be the time to make your wholesale changes because it doesn't seem like it's coming here tonight. It might be the same starting five here this evening. And one other point, we get Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off next week. Or, or That's right. Time That's true. Practice. Yes, Jim. So, so it might make sense to try to fight through this weekend. For me, obviously, for you, as soon as Franz Bogner is ready and cleared, he's back out there on the floor. Yes, uh, yes. But, but I do think, you know, maybe getting some time in the gym together now that you have your full complement of guys, if Franz is cleared, that might make some sense as well. 
No, it certainly will. And and listen, we saw what this team looks like, right? 16 and 7 when you had most of your guys available to you, certainly Franz and, and Paolo. But I want to ask you this, Jake, how much are you concerned about this? You, you talk about minutes and usage and and all that. I know Paolo Bancaro is just 21 years old, but on the season, he's 13th in usage, right? 13th in usage percentage, which is high. That's high uh, on the season anyway. We know uh, how valuable Paolo is and how much the basketball is in his hands, right? And and all the best players in the NBA, the ball is in their hands, and they all have high usage rates. Since Franz went out, he's third. It's Victor Wembenyama. It's Donovan Mitchell, right? I mean, look at how much Donovan Mitchell has meant to the Cavs, right? So when you lose all those bodies that they've lost, you just put it in his hands. Then they rattled off six in a row and fourth best in the Eastern Conference. And it's Paolo third. Paolo's third in usage the last six games since Franz Wagner went out. Uh, so that's that's that means the minutes are creeping up, the touches are creeping up. But to me, with what he's been able to deliver here these last six games, knowing that he's the, he's the top of every scouting report anyway, um, but now he, he's really it. If, if you're the opposing team and you're locked, everybody else can do whatever they want. And I'm not saying you don't scout for anybody else, but I'm saying don't let Paolo don't let Paolo go off. Keep him under 40, and you got a chance, right? That that seems to be the scouting report. Now, against Orlando, we've been seeing double and triple teams, and he's still getting you, what, 26, 8, and 5 the last six games. It's remarkable what he is doing with the ball in his hands the majority of the time. And then when you get to clutch situations, forget it. He's top 10 in all clutch metrics that you look at, a game that's decided by five points or less in the final five minutes. So the usage is up, clutch points, delivering for his team, Seeing every kind of defense you can throw at him now, I say all that to say you get Franz back at some point for the entire second half of the season, knock on wood with a full compliment. What does that look like for this team? Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't want to hear about Wemby either. He, usage percentage is a percentage. <laughs> Wemby's playing 20-something minutes a night, right? Anyway, exactly, Paolo, exactly. He's out there you being used that much in, in, a, in a much higher dose of minutes. He's putting in Luka Doncic-type work right now. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell's okay. That's a fair comparison. <laughs> yeah, guys yeah that's fair, all. right. Um, but you're right. Like it's, I, and I also think getting back Markel, Wendell, some of these. No guys, doubt. You know, I asked Coach Mosley this morning about about Wendell and how he can, you know, ease pressure offensively. And he was talking specifically about rolling to the basket. He said, he said that gravity when Wendell rolls hard to the basket, it eases everything. And now all of a sudden, you picture, you know, Markel getting by his first man and then stopping at the free throw line. And now when he kicks out to Paulo on the wings, he's not going against a set defense. And that's the whole thing. You're yes, talking about yes. closeout. You're talking that's about right. guys moving left and right uh, or backtracking. And and that's going to ease things for Paulo. We see what having Franz on the opposite side does. Um, but I think getting some of these guys back, getting Gary back in there and his spacing, I mean, all the different options and having a full complement of guys, Joe, um, it's, it's really going to ease the pressure. And hopefully, I mean, look, we're pretty sure Paulo's not going to be able to rest during All-Star Weekend, right? He's gonna, more than likely going to be in Indianapolis. <laughs> no question. Uh, so he, so we, he's got to grab some time as he can because you're right, like, um, those, I don't care. I mean, he's he looks like a mutant sometimes at times out there. He's so physically gifted, but everybody gets tired this time of year, and especially coming on All-Star break where you got to make that big push. So we got to ease the pressure on him a little bit. I just, you know, he is good enough to handle it, but I don't think it's ideal long-term to have him, you know, it's had, had to happen out of necessity, but it'd be great to get uh, some guys out there to alleviate the pressure a little bit and be able to just scale those down a little bit. The usage, we can scale it just back a little bit, just the minutes down a little bit. Not to mention we had a double overtime and an overtime game. Oh, yeah, exactly. The last week or two and the travel, I mean, the guy's got to be beat up right now, but you wouldn't know it if you looked at him. I mean, he's just a, 
just a monster out there. It's an, it's and I and I think what I think what I you, it's it is remarkable how he's able to to kind of navigate through all that. But I, what I'm amazed by is, you know, Caleb Houston is getting wide open low. And again, this is not a knock on Caleb, but you got, it, I, I use him as an example because his looks are wide open, and and those eventually are going to fall. But guys are getting open looks from Paolo and missing, and he's not throwing his hands up. He's not hanging his head. He's the first guy to come back and say, "We need you to shoot. Keep shoot. We need you to make that. Don't let that. Don't let that be a deterrent." And I think his leadership is remarkable in that regard because that could easily be very frustrating when you're drawing double and triple teams and you throw it to a guy who's standing there and no one in the state of Georgia anywhere near him and you can't hit it. And he's not, you know, and it's and it will go through a rough stretch offensively, but he doesn't let that bother him. And I, 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 I think that to me is as impressive as all the numbers he's putting up, because you look at the six games without Franz, right? Uh, players that are getting you 24, 6, and 4. That's what he's averaging the last six games without Franz. It's Joel Embiid, who we're going to see tonight. He's only had three games, right, because he's been hurt. Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic has only played three games because he's been hurt. Giannis, Anthony Davis, Paolo Bancaro. Hmm. Not bad company, right? Not bad company when you, when you think about it, which is why I say all that to say, Jake, that this is a triple vote day. We need your votes for Paolo Bancaro. Third returns are in. He's creeping closer. He passed Julius Randle. We need him to keep climbing up in the Eastern Conference front court. Now he's eighth. How much ground can we make up? We want you to vote to get Paolo Franz Wagner into the NBA All-Star Game in 2024 in Indianapolis. NBA.com or the NBA app. Today your vote counts three times, and voting ends tomorrow at midnight. So no more voting tomorrow. And then the coaches, we turn it over to the coaches. And that, to me, is why these wins become critical, too. The, the further you can get away from 500, that only helps Paulo as well. We'll be back with more Magic Drive Time. Who's in, who's out? Closer look at Philly when we return after this. Orlando Magic fans, it's time for another chapter in the Sunshine State rivalry. Cheer for your Orlando Magic as they face off against the Miami Heat on Sunday, January 21st at Kia Center. Catch all the action live when Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, and the rest of the Magic squad take on Bam Adebayo in the Heat. It's the last time the Miami Heat visit Orlando this season, so don't miss out. Hurry, tickets are going fast. Get yours today at OrlandoMagic.com and be ready to experience Magic together. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance? Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fella. young fella. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. 
For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lem hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon-lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. This is Wendell Carter Jr. of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jay, only on 96.9 The Game. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. The Orlando Magic are back in action here tonight, and they're going to host the Philadelphia 76ers. It's the second of three meetings and the Magic and the Sixers doing battle. Philadelphia won a couple of weeks ago, got the first meeting, and uh, the, the Magic are trying to even the season series here tonight. So let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. And listen, I don't think there's any question how good Joel Embiid is. I think we all know that. Uh, but I want to get your thoughts on that because I – my call of the game is I, I don't think any of this happens without Tyrese Maxey. I, I think Joel Embiid is, is the most valuable player in the entire NBA, but I, I don't know if this makes sense or not, but I feel like Tyrese Maxey is the most valuable sixer. <laughs> as, hard as, that, as hard as that is to make sense, it, it doesn't make sense. It all runs through Joel Embiid. But Maxey is the guy, if he doesn't have what, he, if he doesn't have the season he's having, then Philadelphia is not third in the Eastern Conference. Joel can do whatever he's doing. I, I, I think they need... Uh, Maxi as much as Embiid, but starting with Joel, I mean, 35 points per game, Jake. I mean, it's remarkable. He led the league in scoring last year. This is his third straight season that he's averaged 30 points. Third straight season that he's averaged 30 points per game, and he's getting you 35.1. He's getting you, what, uh, 11 rebounds a game and six assists per game. It's the assist, and if you watch that game against Denver, he was just masterful. It was jumper after jumper, finishing at the basket, that fadeaway jumper. He hit a three. I mean, he, as good as he was last year, and last year to me, I, you know, I, I, you can argue whether he was the MVP or not. It was the best year of his career, and he was certainly deserving of it as well. He's even better this year. I don't think there's any question. 
You know what's something I think you're right, and I think we're always a year ahead of the MVP. <laughs> well, that's true, Jokic too. Jokic was the MVP last year, and and I will say this. We didn't talk about this at all. Shea Gilchrist-Alexander is like my second for MVP this year. I mean, that guy and what he's done in Oklahoma City. I yeah, think, that's fair, too. I think he I think he deserves a little bit more consideration than we're giving him. One of what I think is is one of the more impressive things about Joel Embiid um, he is, he shoots 88% at the free throw line. He shoots 12 yeah. free throws a game, and he makes them like, you know, at a Richard Hamilton Chauncey Billups type clip or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know why I pulled those two, but he shoots them like a guard. And you think about the in and out. I mean, Paul George, I was listening to his podcast the other day, was saying he's the Shaq of our era. Um, but the fact that he's able to, He's got a Euro step. I mean, it just moves like nobody we've ever seen before. He's such a force offensively. The questions are always going to be there about the postseason. But, sure. I, you know, you and I talked last time. Philadelphia was in town about Nick Nurse and the impact he's made. I think the guys that they brought in, I mean, they beat us last time without Embiid. We shot 39% from the field in that game, Dante. And we oh, absolutely. The offense right. just died. They brought in guys who Nick Nurse didn't have to coach up. There, It wasn't a, hey, Here's our system. This is the program. This is how we're doing. How we're going to defend this. Marcus Morris comes in, and it's boom. It's it, it, you slide him right in. Nick Batum, same thing. Yeah, they brought that's in true. Beverly. They've got these veterans who know how to defend. And so even when Embiid's not in there, they're still. And this goes back to the Maxi thing. They they're still capable of being a very good team with Maxi. You know, running everything through him, and their defense is so good without Embiid that you add him in there, and it's just. I I mean, I think they're. Um, I think they're, I think they're my pick to come out of the Eastern Conference right now. Wow, is that right? Healthy. I mean, you're talking about the best scoring duo in the league. Interesting. Uh, Sixty points a game between those two guys. It's just, it's a matter of Embiid staying healthy, feeling good to come the postseason, and then executing in those big spots, which he hasn't been able to do. But I really think having Nick Nurse in there, it's just kind of, it's all working right now. Seems like good vibes there, and as it. Even when he was winning the MVP last year and it seemed like Harden was on board, you were just kind of waiting for everything to blow up because James Harden, True. James Harden was part of it. Yeah. It just seems like they're kind of all rowing in the right direction right now. Be- because James Harden, yeah. That, because that's ex- James Harden, yeah. That's exactly right. And, and listen, I you know I, I, I kid a little bit about Max. Obviously, Joel Embiid is, is otherworldly. I mean, he's he's most valuable player and he's most valuable to Philadelphia. But Max is right there, 26 points a game, a career high for him. And he leads the NBA in minutes per game at just under 38. I mean, the guy's giving you everything he's got, and he's shooting almost 39% from three. I mean, he's, he's been a terrific pickup, and I, I think the jump that he's made, because they don't have James Harden, and they're playing the right way, and they move the basketball, and he, he's made he's made big baskets for them. You have Tobias Harris as a third option, and then all the guys that you mentioned uh, who understand their role and, and excel in it, uh, it, they could come out of these. They could very well come out of these if it all comes together for them. Let's take a look at our um, injury report. It's brought to you by Advent Health, official team physicians of the Orlando Magic. And for Philadelphia, no Mo Bamba. He's got right knee inflammation. No Robert Covington, left knee inflammation. No Kenneth Lofton. He's on a two-way assignment. No DeAnthony Melton. I, that, that might be as big as anything for this Magic team. That guy has absolutely hammered Orlando here the last three or four years. Uh, they don't have – he had 20 points in the last meeting as well. Uh, Jaden Springer is questionable with right ankle tendonitis. And for the Magic, how about this guy? We have not seen this yet this year. Gary Harris remains out, right cap strain, zero clue on how close we are there. Uh, but Franz Wagner remains out, and all indications are day-to-day, but available for the first time this season, Kevon Harris. That could be critical against a guy like uh, 
uh, Tyrese Maxey, maybe a guy in, in Kevon Harris who, who's kind of been tearing it up down in the G League. Uh, five games, uh, just over 23 points per game, shooting 40% from three. He's been great. And Jet Howard will be available, as is Treble and Queen. So, really, the only guys not available, Kevon Harris, Jet Howard, and most likely Admiral Schofield, because one has to be inactive. That's big news. You might you might have a chance uh, at extra bodies that you can throw at a guy like Maxie tonight. Yeah, I know probably a lot of people anxious about the, the opportunity or potentially seeing Jet Howard out there. I want to see Kevon Harris, man. I mean, yes, I know. It was very, very helpful last season, and we know what he can do defensively. He also, I, I trust him spotting up and getting his feet set and knocking down uh, a shot. And I do think, look, I mean, there was there were injury concerns, obviously, and he's on a two-way contract. That's a guy who, especially if you've got bumps and bruises coming down the stretch, that's a guy Coach Mosley trusts in big spots. We saw that last season. Um, and just because he, you can trust him defensively, you know, you can throw him out there in basically any uh, any instance and, and trust that he's going to be able to execute the game plan. Let's see if Kevon sneaks his way into the rotation tonight. I wouldn't be shocked. Well, I think it'd be pretty – I think you might get the opportunity. He shot 37% from three last year, and for all Orlando Magic players, that was fourth. Fourth and three-point percentage for Orlando. And I don't know about you, but I, I – think they could use some spot-up shooters out there. I think that's a guy that can maybe give him a boost. So we'll see. We'll see if he gets an opportunity tonight, but he will be available in the same starting lineup uh, for the Orlando Magic. I think this is now six consecutive games uh, that we'll have uh, Caleb Houston, Chuma Okeke, Gogo Bataze in the starting lineup uh, alongside Jalen Suggs and Paolo Bancaro. That'll do it for us here on Magic Drive Time. When we come back, the pregame show, and then we play basketball, the Magic and the Sixers right here on 96.9 The Game at 630 on Valley Sports Florida. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.